Welcome to another episode of the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by the Wiregrass Local and Bar Media. I don't know, is that going to make... Yeah, that's how you make a podcast look uh, like a podcast. That's uh, What's up, Molly? How you doing? Good. Welcome to the office. This is the Local Podcast, uh, episode 165. Um, welcome to it, everybody. I'm Justin, your um, sometimes jovial host. And today I'm hanging out with uh, Molly Bird from Molly Bird LMT. Yes. Licensed massage therapist, terrorist. <laughs> um, welcome to it. Thank what you. What you got going on besides this, enjoying this lovely weather today? Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, just work, man. I mean. Staying busy. Just the season. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> um, you might have to get closer to that mic. Okay. Or you can move. I mean, you can move this, these things wherever. They is mobile. This better. Yeah, you got to make those uh, lines look like. Okay. M- my lines are on the bottom. You're, there you go. Oh, okay. Just yell at the screen. Yeah. Like a like a gamer. You'll I always feel like I'm going to talk too loudly, though. I don't want to do that. That's fine. I okay. can turn. I can turn you down later. Okay. Cool. It's all right. <laughs> um. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm uh, good. I'm doing well. Easy week so far. It's been busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really busy. Good. Yep. Um, Between massaging, well-rooted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, um, you can find me at either of those places. How, uh, we'll start at the beginning. What came first, the chicken or the egg? No. The, um, <laughs> were you at well-rooted before you started your massage endeavor? No. I've been at well-rooted for maybe six months. Okay. But I've been um, self-employed for three years. Oh, right. Yeah, this year's three years. But I've been massaging for 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. I've not done much for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've had the local almost 10, I think. Really? I think the 10-year anniversary is July this year. Okay. I think. So we're going to close. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to shut it down. <laughs> pretend none of that ever happened. Um, How did you get started in massage? Well, I was interested in skincare first. Mm. So I worked at Ulta. Okay. And I was getting facials all the time. We had an esthetician there, Mm. a salon. And I became familiar with all the products, and that was just a big thing for me. And uh, I was like, I I could go to school for this. Like, um, And the friend that I was living with at the time was moving to Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. So I moved with him. Yeah. And they had... Um, the capital of Florida, guys. Yeah. People they had an listen. institute there for um, spa therapy. And so I kind of just stumbled into the massage aspect of mm-hmm. it because I wanted to go for skin care. But the um, Aveda Institute, which is where I went to school, they only offered like a dual licensing program. Oh, I gotcha. So I was like, okay, I can do this. I'd never had a massage before. I wound up getting a massage after I enrolled and right before I started school, that was the first time. Yeah, it's kind of like police. They have to use their tasers on themselves so they yeah. know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. So you got to know what a, a reasonable massage is about. Exactly, about. exactly. So, um, yeah, I just kind of stumbled into it, and I wound up enjoying the massage aspect of the mm-hmm. program more than the skincare. But I did both yeah. for two years after uh, in Florida, Rosemary Beach, and then I moved back to Dothan, and I've just been doing massage um, yeah. ever since. That's a, I mean... It's not bad. No. I mean, no. you seem for for doing it for 10 years. That's Yeah. You know. And the the first year was rough. It really was. I had to um I mean, I was doing probably 6 massages a day. Ooh. And it's just a lot for you someone gonna, right you out of eat school. Eat some bananas, you're going to cramp up. <laughs> yeah. It was just a lot for someone right out of school and um but yeah, now I've kind of I've definitely found my groove, but it it took me a solid seven to eight years to really Iron figure out, out what works well for me. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, I mean, most people go their entire business life trying to figure that out. Yeah. Like even me now still, like I've got a pretty reasonable um, regiment as far as like how I operate, mm-hmm. but it's every day is different when you're, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, every day is different when you're the captain of the ship. Yes. And so you can't really always anticipate for what's coming down the road or, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. 
So a bunch of people spend most of their lives like trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And oh yeah, I feel like once you stop working on figuring those things out, mm-hmm. that's when everything starts slipping. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're if you're not constantly like looking for inspiration or just right. being excited about what you do. Like, Absolutely. And I've gone through those phases of, you know, do I want to be a massage therapist yeah. anymore? Is this something I still want to do? So I've definitely had my highs and lows with that. But ever since becoming self-employed, mm-hmm. it's just been, it's the best thing I could that's have ever rad, done. as long it's, as you don't mind writing tax checks. That's the, that's the worst part. But. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I enjoy it. I really yeah. do. And I rent my space out of Family First Chiropractic. And Dr. Oh. Jessica is fantastic. She's just, she's wonderful. She's been great. And I've been there. May will be three years that I've rad. been there. Yeah. yeah, she actually, she's my neighbor now. Really? She lives directly behind me. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Um, shout out everybody in the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like just rolled from Tallahassee and then how, where did you operate out of originally? Were you just So I, when I left Tallahassee, I moved to Panama City Beach right. and worked at a destination spa in Rosemary Beach. Okay. I was there for two years mm-hmm. and, um, it was a great learning experience because I actually worked for um, the guy who wrote the curriculum for this spa therapy oh, program awesome. in Tallahassee. So you got the first hand like training. I, I really did. And he and his wife were um, like master estheticians and mm-hmm. massage therapists. Michael and Aaron Jordan, they own Vivo Spa Salon. Shout out Michael and Jordan Ra- and MJ Rosemary, doing big yeah. things. <laughs> in Rosemary Beach. Um but yeah, they uh, were fantastic. I learned a lot from them, and it was just time for me to move back home. Yeah. So I did, and I've worked. Um, I've worked at a day spa here. I worked at Massage Envy for three years. Oh, okay. So I've had the spa aspect of it. I've had um, the more clinic mm-hmm. based, and then you know working out of a chiropractor's office, and that that's just. That's the best fit for me, at yeah. least currently. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know if we have any, if I have any LMTs that work at uh, Health Actions. That's where I go for physical therapy. Oh, awesome. So, like, I know what you do is kind of kind of goes hand in hand in, like, recovery and a lot of that yeah. stuff. Like, keeping your blood circulation rolling. And yes. Right now, like, one of the things that I'm working on, get my leg back to 100%, is um, blood restriction therapy. Okay. You ever mess with that? No, it's, I'm um, not familiar with that. Basically, you strap your leg off like you're going to shoot something up into it. Okay. And then you just work out. And then... Interesting. Because The theory is because it has restricted blood flow. Um, I don't know what the theory is. It's supposed to be more more gooder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to do something rad. Um, yeah. And it's supposed to help with recovery and stuff. And, yeah. Um, is it like a compression kind of thing? Sort of. It, yeah. it sucks. It's weird. Like I'll work out for like 10 minutes with it strapped off and then undo the, uh, this is just a big elastic band. Okay. I'll untie that. And then what feel my leg get like super weird feeling. Yeah. It's, um, but I guess I don't know. Anytime don't know you can get blood flow to that area. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's going to boost that, um, healing process for sure. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I just started doing, cupping i'm not doing the traditional like um manual cupping Mm -hmm. i'm actually using a battery operated device for it Mm -hmm. but it's just so interesting and i'm I'm learning all this stuff but the marks that it leaves look like bruises yeah but they you know it's bring it's pulling that blood and Mm -hmm. bringing that to the area to just just get that healing yeah yeah you can't have that stagnant blood flow and expect to just heal up right like you're supposed to right um, that's, yeah, it's weird what the body is capable of doing by itself. Yes. But it's amazing to see over the last like 20 or 30 years, people really dig into the importance of like encouraging that healing Yes, by f- physical therapy or massage or mm-hmm. just whatever needs, to, like even down to meditation. Absolutely. Yoga, mm-hmm. Pilates. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's yeah. just wild what like you can encourage your body to accomplish yes. just by itself. Yes. Um, yeah. People amaze me. Cause yeah. you just run into people that are like, 
I'm good at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at a lot of stuff. I'm good at a couple things. <laughs> and people just blow me away with their abilities constantly. Yeah. And it's like, what in the world? How? I know. And our bodies are just, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like you could see a dude that's built like me out in the street and he could probably bench like 250. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything like that. Yeah. No. And sometimes, I mean, it's a lot of, um, it's mental too. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, just, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. All that has yeah, to be. Yeah, your mind and your body working together. That's the key. You got to get that synergy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what made you really want to get into massage and what keeps you excited about learning about it? Helping people. I know that's cliche, but I mean, I, mean, I that's just my nature is to help people. It really is. I usually ask anybody that I'm working with on whatever project, like, what is your motivation to be here now? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I want to know like how much are they going to be invested in whatever that is. Right. And I just like working with people that are like self motivated slash, um, not self inspired. Cause that just sounds like you're an egomaniac, but like motivated yeah. to seek out inspiration and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what keep, what's your, one of your favorite things that you've, is there any one particular source that, continues over and over to be a source of inspiration or you just find it here and there and it's really just more my clients and how seeing their progress seeing their progress and seeing how much better they feel after their sessions but I'm to the point now where I have clients that I've been seeing for years yeah and this is now just part of their maintenance this Mm -hmm. is part of their wellness routine um this is just a they keep doing this because it helps them live a better life, whether yeah. they're dealing with chronic pain issues, um, healing from something, whether it's, you know, internal or physical. Mm-hmm. Um, I deal with a lot of, you know, anxious people, sure. people suffering from depression. You know, massage therapy can be both uplifting and um, it's just healing. I yeah. mean, it's healing on all different levels. So, Seeing that and and what I'm able to offer people and how well they do after is um that's really my inspiration. Do you have any uh, specialty in particular? Like, do you do deep tissue or do you just do? I do I do it all. Okay, but what uh, what does I that am mean? more what okay. Is all? So there are like, so uh, I okay. Let me take that back. I don't do it all because there are a lot of different modalities in yeah. massage therapy. So there's, you know, like Reiki. I'm mm. not, um, I don't do that. Um, I mean, that's not massage though, is it? It's, I think it's more, I think it's more energy work, but it is, it is within the realm of massage therapy. You, you can uh, be a. You mess with the Goop Lab? Did you watch all that on Netflix? No. Um, there's a Reiki healer on that. And like watching people experience that is baffling to me because mm-hmm. like it's almost like what's up david blaine i didn't realize you were in in the wellness world but right it seems to be very effective yeah so anyway there's a lot of um energy work in massage therapy yeah. as well and in fact i just made a post on my instagram about chakra balancing massage okay when i went to aveda i was trained in that mm-hmm. and i'm going to start offering that again but it's dealing with you know energy and it's a lot of energy work it's a lot of silent meditation deep breathing Mm -hmm. um you know releasing that negative energy and inhaling positive energy i've been huffing negative energy for way too long (laughs) right right and it that is probably one of the most healing services i've ever done and i did a lot of them whenever i worked in florida i haven't done them so much in alabama it wasn't as well received when i first moved back here in 2013 nobody knows what chakras are here right but well I'm actually surprised. I spoke with someone yesterday and she um, came to see me for a massage, but she does yoga. Yeah. And she said that in her yoga practice, they've been, you know, talking about chakras. Mm. So she's interested in that. And she said that um, you'd be surprised how many people are actually um, becoming more and more familiar and they're opening their minds to those things. Yeah. And this is not new. Chakra healing and, you know, massage therapy, this has been around for, I mean, Ages. you can go back to, you know, 1500 BC and really? people were talking about chakras and stuff. Yeah. It's a very Eastern um, sure. medicine philosophy. And, you know, in the West, we're not as 
We're, yeah. we're slower There's to get there. It's not guns and popcorn. We ain't fooling with it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, as I think social media has helped Absolutely. in a lot of ways. Like, Absolutely. Just get awareness out about different things. And, like, I f- it seems like with people going live, like, the pandemic kind of pushed a lot of people to dive into that digital age of communication. Yes. Where... Two years ago, you would not see nearly the characters go live on Facebook. Right. And now, like, you'll have, I mean, I know grandmothers that have TikTok. Really? And I'm like, what for? What are you doing? <laughs> Don't let me catch you on that bus at Challenge or we don't have an issue, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> um, not my grandmother. She's classy. Uh, although she did. So my grandmother and I go to physical therapy together. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's so I much. I love it. It's so much easier. Like, she has her schedule of stuff, and like, I have a pretty, I won't say lax schedule, but like, yeah. If I if I know that she's got stuff going on, like, she tells me within like, as long as it's seventy two hours out, mm-hmm. I can usually accommodate her. Okay. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do about physical therapy." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I gotta go back for two two times a week." I was like, huh, let's see what I can do to get you a ride. So I called a doctor friend of mine and I said, hey, my foot, ouchie. You know, can we do this again? Yeah. And he was like, sure. Um, which is good. Like I started my physical therapy after my surgery like hilariously too late. Like, really? Usually you would start the minute you come out of your cast kind of. Yes, yes. Get, get everything moving. Yes, no, they sent me home. Like they didn't, the first time they just cut my cast off and they're like, see you later. And I was like, dude, I can't walk on this thing. Like how, and I'm not really? going to get into like all the specifics, but it was yeah. very, for me, for a dude that's never been through a major surgery like that, I didn't know what to expect. And so like, that was just normal for me. I don't know. Right. I guess you just go and this is just a floppy, floppy leg for the rest of his life. Um, did they did they at least recommend physical therapy for you and kind of left it up to you to? I think they gave me some pages and like an elastic band and were like here you go do these exercises Goodness. and you'll be back to running track in no time. And your injury was serious, it was, was pretty, it not? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty, pretty sketchy. Yeah, um, yeah. I got is it two plates and six screws or something in my heel, just in my heel. Yeah, like yeah, you gotta have physical therapy. Yup. And so like I went to health actions and we were working through some stuff and. Yeah, it was just, my leg is still considered, this one is still like tiny compared to this one. Right. Um, But you're working on building up the strength and. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get that. I got to get that, um, that them jump muscles back or I can't be live action Mario any, anymore during (laughs) Halloween. Um, so yeah, like I've still had issues. Like there's, uh, some tissue on the outside of my foot that kind of burns. Mm hmm. Um, cause it probably is just that tendon's probably really tight. And then me just trying to run through everything. Yeah. Isn't doing it any favors. Now have with the physical therapy, I've never been to physical therapy before, <clears throat> but oh, did they, did they sleep. do a lot of, um, they don't incorporate a whole lot of massage into that. Do they? Or they or, do. Um, okay. and it's not like for me, it's like, I have whatever, I don't know if it's my hamstring that is basically just a rope in the back of my leg Mm -hmm. or I've got a muscle that's like very substantially like wrapped up together really tight. Right. And so they have been working on breaking that up. Uh, We did dry needling. You ever mess with that? I have heard of it, but I've actually never experienced that before. Oh, we can sign you up. Yeah. Um, I love that. So dry needling is rad because they just jab you up with some needles and the way we were doing it, um, you poke a needle in there, and it, I believe it has a barb in it. And you twist it a little bit, and it just stretches those fibers out. And mm-hmm. whatever that tendon is, it's or scar tissue for the most part is what we were working on. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just breaks that up and makes it where that scar scar kind of becomes flexible, and you yes. get your range of motion back. That's and awesome. People don't realize how it's, how like connected everything is everything. in the human body. Everything. It's yeah quite amazing and that's like you know in massage you hear about um trigger point therapy and that's you know finding a knot in the muscle yeah and um you know 
That is just, my, that is everything. Every muscle on my body is nothing, but I'm just like tied up just ropes. Just all knotted up. It's yeah. a mess. <laughs> um, but it's most, like, I have such a weird aversion to human contact. Like, okay. I'm not, I'll get like, if I'm signing up for it that I'm in, mm-hmm. but like, I don't need strays just walking up and giving me hugs and stuff. I don't. I can understand I that. I kind of lose it. Like, we were at a, um, a buddy of mine got engaged a few years ago. And this dude who's become a good friend since I didn't really know him. And he threw his shoulder or his uh, elbow up on my shoulder. I'm like, man, it's been a beautiful night. And I was just like, what are you touching me for? <laughs> like, I kind of lost it. <laughs> and it was very, like, I felt horrendous. But I don't know if you know Brad Bartholet. He's a good friend. That's No, I don't. And he's been around the, the hilarious Dothan scene for ages. <laughs> he fell apart. Like, he just starts dying laughing. Because that was like... <laughs> One of my weird things when I was younger is like, don't touch me. Like, kind of as a joke, but kind of like, yeah, for real. Like, there's no reason to be. Absolutely. Do that. Um, well, they're invading your personal space, really. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Which is weird because I don't mind that doing that to everybody else. Um, <laughs> I assume that none of my rules apply to anybody else. So you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Thousand percent. Okay. Very sensitive boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> how has the pandemic affected your business? Has it just been. Did so, you, so actually, you do you go and do massage on location, right? I, or you have? I have. So, and in fact, just that's been a more recent thing okay. that I've been doing is like in-home mm-hmm. massages. And um, so that that's actually been fantastic. I've, yeah. I've gotten several clients that that's their preferred, you know, me, oh. come, me come to their house so they don't have to come to me. Um, that's where they're most comfortable. Absolutely. But some people need to get away from their house. Yeah. You know, their house is very lively and, you know, Probably maybe they have kids. And exactly. Around. So coming to me in office is much more relaxing Yeah, for it's them. more of a spa yeah. vibe. Than- but so whenever the pandemic first hit and whenever we had to, I mean, I was ordered to close my to business down. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Jessica was able to remain open because she is a medical service mm. provider. But I am not. Yep. And so I was, I didn't work for at least two months, two and a half months. Ooh, yeah. And that was tough. Yeah. Because I wasn't working at Well Rooted then, so I didn't have that income. But um, I've recovered. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, my clients, I have the best clients in the world because I did sell gift certificates for them to be able to use once I was able to be open again. Sure. And I had, they really came through. Yeah. So I was able to get through, um, get through that. And uh, it took a while to completely recover financially. Oh, for sure. But yeah. Like so, we shut down, we didn't print uh, an April, a May or a June issue yeah. of the locals. So like we lost, I don't know. I don't know what the official number count was because mm-hmm. I'd rather not focus on that. Like, sure. I'm not worried about what we lost. Yeah. We never had it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like we had it on the desk and somebody swung by and was like, look at all this money. I'm going to take that with me. It was right. Like, we were just hedging our bets that yeah. we we're going to continue rolling the way we'd always rolled. Um, I feel like the pandemic has done, I know it's been devastating to a lot of families. It has. But for the reminder of that, like, every individual is very insignificant in the way of the universe. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really brought that to my attention, kind of. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what your plans were. They're, right. It doesn't matter, like, what you had going on. Like, right. In, in some instances, like, maybe I'm on location at a photo shoot and that's the most important thing in my life at the moment. Right. And then, like, I'm like no, it's not. Like, go home. <laughs> it's over. Shut it down. Yeah. It was, um, I don't know. It, 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 and honestly, it caused having to be, in isolation, not working. I've you really worked get a since I was fifteen. Mm. Oh my goodness! I've yeah, been working since I was fifteen years old, and I I enjoy working. I mean, it helps me. You know, I, I get Everybody up and go to work. That's just too, exact like. exactly. So you know, being in that isolation and you know not being able to do your normal routine. And again, I'm a helper. Yeah. So if I'm not able to like help people, it's just um, it can be a little depressing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
I learned a lot about myself. I had time to reflect on things and also just uh, what I was going to be doing with my business going forward yeah. as well. That's uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of us did a lot of like inventory of what's important to them. Absolutely. Like, it was very difficult for me because you have like on one side of the coin, I want everybody to love everybody and get along and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of that same coin, like I understand that the differences are what make us individuals and yes. a lot of differences that I was seeing while I was, a lot of stuff happened during the pandemic. Yes. Um, a lot of polarizing issues popped up that, uh, people probably didn't have the time or, I mean, a lot of it is just the time. Like mm -hmm. people are so focused on their career. Like I've got to feed these kids. Yeah. Like we've got to figure out a way busy, to pay these busy, bills. Busy, 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 just constant. Yeah, the, yeah. You don't pay attention to like the political climate necessarily. You might not pay attention to um, like any racial relations going on or sure. like, how things are handled. And when the whole country stops Stopped. Yes. and all you can do is feed yourself the news to understand what's going on outside yourself. It's not a good, it's not ideal when our news, typical, our traditional news sources have gained their power in the market by doing polarizing pieces. Yes. And you can tell, like, you can talk to anybody that watches Fox News predominantly versus MSNBC mm -hmm. or like whatever the other ones are, like Newsmax. Right. I can figure out pretty much your ideology based on what you watch absolutely which is a bad thing that's not rad <laughs> I, know. Like, I know i don't like if i'm if i'm a syracuse university football fan mm -hmm. and there's some syracuse university football fans that have gone out and burnt something i don't want to get yelled at just because i got the shirt on right you know what i mean absolutely don't rub me in with that crazy <laughs> that's why i never joined a biker gang when i had a, a harley i was like i'm not fighting your fights for you no <laughs> That's crazy. You um, had a Harley. Yeah. Okay. I'm a wild dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had, I got into motorcycles pretty heavy for a little bit. Cool. Um, you know, I've never been on a motorcycle ever. Really? Ever. That's ever. That's fun. Me and my wife went cruising by uh, her aunt one day. She was, her aunt's a realtor and she was showing a house. Okay. My wife was on the back of it. We rode by and we're like, what's up? And I thought. Her aunt was gonna have a seizure. Like <laughs> that is not what a young uh, Southern woman is supposed to do. Like, right? You not know, just be hanging out with with the mini hex angels. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's silly to. Um, but yeah, like for myself during the pandemic, it was a lot of let's clear out a bunch of the cobwebs yes. and dump off a bunch of stuff that we've been harboring for years and yes. like forgive a bunch of people because like. Who, I'm never going to see a lot of these people again. Right. Why am I holding on to a punch in the face for this one in individual <laughs> because he slapped me back in 97, <laughs> which is 100% how my brain works. Like, right. It's, it's being able to like grow through that. Absolutely. Um, I started, I started partying pretty aggressively like when I was very young kind of just like mute some trauma but also like that's what was hot in the streets right like everybody's partying everybody's drinking at like 14 15 and i was like no this is normal so it's basically drew barrymore with dude genitalia <laughs> just growing up all the wrong ways and when i i quit drinking a couple of years ago or quit drinking like a lot right like i'll have a beer every now and again but nothing like nothing like i used to i can clear a fifth before i went out Wow. We're getting it. Um, but once I removed that giant alcoholic Band-Aid, mm -hmm. I was like, ew, what is all, I don't want to deal <laughs> with this. this? Yeah. I miss being numb to all this. I forgot any of this ever even existed in here. Like, why is this coming back? Right. And so, like, I immediately had to, well, I didn't have to. Like, I recognized that I was probably not as mentally healthy as I could be. Same. And like, I don't think, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think enough people realize that about themselves. They're right. Like, I don't have time to fool with that mental inventory of like bad experiences or whatever it is. And mm -hmm. so you just push through and you're like, don't talk about stuff. Like right. we got family members that um, have been through some weird stuff and they, they don't talk about anything. 
And that's so sad. You know, it's, you, you, you have to have people you can talk to. Sure. Whether it is a trusted friend or, you know, a sibling or a therapist. Yeah. A- anyone. It could be someone that knows you, someone who doesn't know you. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. You got to have that. You got to be able to talk through stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I was the same way. I mean, there were things that. I had to work through and realize, and yeah, forgiveness is part of that. Forgiving yourself for certain things or forgiving others and what you, what they either did to you or what you feel like they did. Sure. Well, I got some homies that are cut off for life (laughs) still, but yeah, for the most part, everybody's back, back to zero as far as like how I feel about them. Yeah. Um, And in the grand scheme of things, you know, yeah, it was just. The things that I was harboring and, you know, maybe some slight resentments and stuff. It just, it's, it not all, it, it, it's not worth it. And, you know, it just all went away whenever it was like, okay, let me, let me work on me. Let me focus on myself and what, what I need to work on, what my um, flaws are, I guess, sure. or what I could do better. And then the other stuff starts to just fall away. Yeah. You just reprioritize a lot of Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Like people don't understand how much energy it takes to stay mad. Oh, like, yeah. And what is that quote that it's like, um, it talks about the vessel and like anger and how, but then it talks about like pouring that anger out. <laughs> I can't remember what that is, but I'm it's not true. Sure. Like holding on to anger yeah. is much worse for the person holding on to it than it yeah. is for you pouring that anger onto someone else. They're not going to be as affected by that yeah. as you are harboring those res- resentments and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm notorious, notorious in my friend circle for like, this dude did something to me in 2003. Really? <laughs> He's got one coming. Yeah. Like <laughs> people are like, you play the long game. I am are one you just thousand a, percent in for the long game. See, and I'm I'm more of an immediate. If you do something to me, I'm I'm gonna address it right then. Usually, I'm and your I'm not I'm not really a retaliation type person though. I'm not a retaliation person where you can tell that it's me. <laughs> I need you to believe that it's karma. You know what I mean? You can't tie your name to a lot of stuff. You go to jail. Um. Yeah, I know. Um, I know you mentioned Well Rooted, and yeah. you. I noticed that you're always using their products within yes. your massage services. Yes. So I love, love, love the cream, mm-hmm. the topical cream, and I've been using that on most of my clients, and they love it as well. Use that spearmint. Which one are you use? I've been using unscented because okay. not everyone well, does yeah. well, even if it's essential oils. Um, not everyone either likes the scent or sometimes their skin doesn't react well. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Sensitive skin. But um, yeah, I use the unscented and it's actually a curative cream. And that's one of the um, brands that we carry. And it's just fantastic. You know, I had back surgery a couple of years ago. I had two herniated discs. I still have some... Um, degenerative disc disease stuff going on mm-hmm. and you know nerve and muscle issues but anyway I use that on my low back and my hips and it just the pain just dissipates yeah. I mean it doesn't it just it just goes away it eases off and it's just it's wonderful that's what I was using on my scar whenever I got out of my cast they were like yeah massage this thing like absolutely keep it, keep it limber keep it moving yeah because like yeah there was there's some days where I was laying in bed and I could not flatten my knee out and lock it because I just laid curled up like a kitten for way too long. Yeah. I did not realize. Or maybe I just didn't realize how long I was there, but I didn't realize how fast that would. My muscles started to, uh, I don't know. Absolutely. Say, See you later. <laughs> I have sprained my ankles more times. I, I don't even remember how many times. And. The second to last time I did that, I was actually still working at Massage Envy, and one of my, he was actually the lead therapist at the time, John Nall, I told him, I said, listen, like, I have sprained my ankle again, and I've always thought, like, it was, you know, ice it, elevate it, rest, but he was like, you need to go ahead and come in, because I was supposed to work that day, and he was like, come in, 
and I'll work on it for you before you start your shift. And I'm like hesitant because it hurts Mm -hmm. and... I thought that might be one of the last things I needed to yeah, do. Yeah, start poking I had not been a massage hurts. therapist. I've been a massage therapist for a few years, but I wasn't as knowledgeable as he was. Yeah. So he worked on it and gauged my pain level and everything, and I was able to work a shift and continued working through the week yeah. with a sprained ankle, mm-hmm. and it healed so quickly. The times I had done it before, I stayed off of it, I didn't massage it. it I didn't do exercises. It took so long. Mm -hmm. So the last time I sprained my ankle, which was one of the most severe sprains I've had, I made myself walk on it almost constantly. I'd get up all the time. I would do self-massage and same thing. I was able to, it healed so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, growing up skateboarding, you just naturally get uh, trash ankles, Mm -hmm. which is what I call them. Also, actually, <laughs> side note, um, this is just kind of a little insight into my emails. I signed up for Wish, or I downloaded the Wish app like five years ago, and I still get emails from them. Oh, yeah? And last night at 719, uh, I got an email saying, oil burner glass pipes are on the rise, like searches for oil burner glass pipes, which is a stem pipe for like meth. Like, <laughs> This this is an email that shows up in my whatever. Yeah, I had no idea what you were talking about. Keep so it classy, thank you, Dothan. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, for why me. is that a rising trend in our area, guys? <laughs> Get your lives together. Go see somebody. Please. Stop smoking. I don't again, know. Is it Clorox again, you know, and like therapists? If you need to go talk to somebody, you know. Yeah, if you need recommendations, holler at your boy. I've got about a dozen <laughs> fools in the family that can help you out. Um. <laughs> It's crazy, actually, going back to that, like, at my wife and I's wedding, you just look around our, um, the crowd of invitees, and it is a thousand percent all, like, mental health specialists. Not all of them, <laughs> but, like, there's, there was enough people in that thing, they could sort out pretty much any of your issues. Um, I started doing uh, EMDR therapy two years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. And which now, is what is that? It's eye movement desensitization rehabilitation. I think um, your eyes go back and forth chasing a light, um, and it's supposed to um, simulate rapid eye movement when you're sleeping because that's allegedly when you process through all your thoughts. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had to do that, and then it's pretty rad. Like you kind of set up a safe space in your head mm-hmm. to where you can, you can think about something that's not terrible, like in the middle of like a shit storm of a day. Right. Um, which man, what this weather just switched on us like that. Um, yeah. Going back to sprained ankles though. That's what I was looking for on my phone. Um, this is one that I had in 19. Nope. 2003. 2003, I did this. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was a big, chunky elephant That's, foot. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, the whole back of it was bruised oh, up. Oh, man. And they put me, instead of doing any rehabilitation, um, instead of doing any physical therapy, they're like, put on this boot and call like call us in six months or something. It wasn't six months, but it was like, I think it was two months mm-hmm. and I was like at a certain point I was like what are we doing like I can velcro this thing on and off like I'm just gonna start working it back on my own schedule like mm-hmm. this is crazy and that's what I had to do and it's like I won't ever ride a skateboard without an ankle brace on right. either foot now like it's funny I'll go out to the skate park and Taylor and cruise around with those guys and um I wear two ankle braces and I'm just like yeah dude it's like being Forrest Gump like this is crazy <laughs> These garbage, garbage old joints. Yeah. I mean, stabilizing that is important for sure. I mean, my, my ankles are so weak. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's all that dancing. That's <laughs> what I tell everybody. Anytime I was hurt, I was like, I just danced too hard this weekend. And they're like, what? Really? Um, yeah. So that, uh, all the well-rooted stuff that I've ever had. I actually have some joints on the table if you need one. 
Um, I think so you might have made I, those. I, I did. Thank you. You're welcome. I have more somewhere. <laughs> um, I, you know, speaking of what I use in my massages, of course, I'm going to use a topical cream because, you know, our other products are yeah. tinctures or, yeah, you know, some gummies, something that yeah. you would, you know, use on your own time. But we, uh, I love our Delta 8 products that we've yeah. gotten in now. Ugh, they're just the best. I, um, I vape, we have vape cartridges and then gummies currently, but we're actually working on a tincture for mm -hmm. the Delta 8. We're doing a 1-1 one, one of CBD and Delta 8, and then we have one that's just Delta 8. So super excited about that, but I deal with anxiety, which I'm medicated for, but I also deal with some depression, mm -hmm. some ADHD issues. Oh, so just being a, being a person. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's worse than other times, but the Sativa mm -hmm. Delta 8 products have really, really helped me. They help, um, they uplift me, so that helps me with my depression. I'm not medicated for that, so that's, that's my medicine. Mm hmm and I can focus. I have energy. You know, I always thought that I'm just typically a low energy person sure. and that's just me. Yeah. But it's not like I just need help with that. Yeah. I need help to, to lift me up sometimes. Yeah. And it has been a game changer for me. I bet. It really has. I am, I'm working more. I can work just a solid day from, you know, 10, 11 hours a day sometimes between yeah. both jobs. And, you're and, not and I'm with the still, same, right? Same fatigue or the same nope. soreness or nope. the same whatever. Like. Now, I might still be sore, but again, that's where my cream comes in. And I actually got a massage for the first time in over a year last week. Mm -hmm. That's how long it had been, and it was glorious. So now it's like, okay, I need to start doing this at least once a month. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, Massage therapy is just so wonderful. I mean, it really does. It really should be a part of your every, you know, of Weekly your everyday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your it's, routine. Uh, Wellness routine. We Have you to, ever had a massage? Officially, maybe one. Yeah. Like one professional massage. Yeah, like I had, um, and it was me being a nut like i had uh i don't know why all my stories sound like cartoons <laughs> um i was in i was in huntsville one one week mm -hmm. and i had a <laughs> i had a compass bank sign fall on me um <laughs> yeah dude it's so stupid my life is i need to write a book um, you really should so how I worked, did that sign fall on you i used to work for a sign company okay and we it didn't were just randomly like, no, I didn't just leap out of the sky. And like, let's get them. <laughs> I wish that would have been the case. Cause I, it probably would have just been one and done. Like I wouldn't have like residual soreness from it. Um, <laughs> but the way, the way I was situated, I had my back to the sign and the sign was hooked up to the crane, mm -hmm. to our crane. And like, it was just sitting on the ground. Right. Um, I don't know what happened, but that cable became, came loose from that sign so it was just sitting there mm -hmm. um now i honestly don't know why i was just sitting there it's probably my own fault but i was working on something and i had my back to it and in front of me was a four by four post which little legs come out to hold the crane up to not let it tip over and stuff mm -hmm. and that thing hit me in the back and then mm -hmm. pinned me up against the uh that four by four post, right. like right in my sternum. Oh my and I was like, oh, this sucks. And then yeah. my buddy Wallace got it off of me finally. And I was like, I called a couple people. I was like, what's up? Do I need to go to the hospital? Like, do I pay cash for this or do we need a workers comp this thing? It, yeah. was, it was a family business. So I didn't want to like just roll up in there and be like, oh, I'm dying. Put <laughs> right. it on the company. Like, <laughs> it wasn't like that. Right. Um, but yeah, the next week I was like, this sucks. Like I can't raise my right arm high enough to like even brush my hair. And I was like, right. I need to do something. So like somebody mentioned like, you should get a massage. Like, All right. And then like an idiot, I was like, I don't know. Let's deep tissue massage this thing, which was not the move. Cause it's still torn. And there's still a bunch of torn right. ligaments and nonsense right. in there. And yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that was my only experience in the massage table world. I mean, unless you count like what they do at health actions. Where sure. They, they work out like um, right now the big thing is working on my uh, calf, my mm-hmm. left calf and like quad a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just. And you got to work on, you know, range of motion. Yeah. Massage therapy, uh, massage therapy will help with that too. Mm-hmm. People will come in, you know, stiff neck. So I yep. slept wrong. And uh, yeah, we can work on that. Also like um, post-operative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to get that blood flowing, you know? Yeah. And I'm always, I tell my clients like, you know, let me know about my pressure. I don't ever want it to be so uncomfortable yeah. that you tense up because then it's counterproductive. I'm not, do- exactly. I'm not doing anything to help you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You can always tell like the way I tense up is like whatever you're working on, mm-hmm. the opposite side deals with that stress. Right. So like, you can tell if I'm laying face down and somebody's working on something on my left leg. Like mm-hmm. When it starts to suck, that right leg comes up. Yes. I'm like, oh, God. Yes. Just trying to concentrate all that energy into the other. And that's what we do. That's what our bodies do. I yeah. mean, I'll, nine times out of ten, I'm working on someone and, you know, they're like, my left side's been killing me. That's mm-hmm. what I deal with. My left side bothers me so much. I'm, but I'm right-handed. Yeah. I'm, I'm right-hand, you know, right-side dominant. But it's my left side that just overcompensates for things. Yeah. It's just interesting. You can retrain your body, though. I mean, you can retrain, like, how your body moves mm-hmm. and level a lot of that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, you know, body mechanics, posture. Um, yeah, just control. Of th- like, people don't realize, like, you can walk, but you don't necessarily walk correctly. Oh, no. And, like... Yeah. When Chris Wash was still with us, rest in peace, homie. Um, he was like one of the best dudes about like, why are you walking duck footed? Like he just noticed stuff. He right. Like, you need to turn your heels out just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your gait's all wacky. Yes. And like, of course, that's going to translate into uh, bogus hips, like screwed oh, yeah. up backs, like, and then moving past that, like even the way you lift things mm-hmm. and just casually lifting them, like. When I first started going, the first time I went to physical therapy, I had somehow tweaked my back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm friends with everybody at Unwad up on Woodburn when they were around. And um, that's actually how I wound up at Health Actions. A bunch, okay. of, bunch of the dudes from Unwad went over there because cool. they were more like sports medicine rather than like what my grandmother goes for. Right. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Um, and because I'm a macho man, I've got to be at the... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be at the sports place. <laughs> Such a powerful athlete. Um, no, I grew, I just grew up super active. Like, yeah. And I want to remain that way as long as possible. So I was like, yeah, let's go back to the, the dudes that are going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just working on my back and like, it was just from lifting something wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it messed with my hamstring a little bit. The back of my knee sucked for no reason. Oh yeah. It's a, uh, it's always a mess. Yeah, that core, you know, working on core strength and stuff. And there's a muscle, a psoas muscle, mm-hmm. that if, you know, and that's so tight on just everybody. And it's also a hard muscle to work on. I'm actually not trained in it. Um, I would love to be, to be able to work on that and, you know, release that. But your gait will be totally different yeah. after after working on your, your psoas and stuff. That's crazy. Um, I know it's, yeah. It's but you think about all those muscles getting just so tight mm-hmm. and they, they do, they cause you, they cause you to walk differently and yep. yeah, all that. It sucks. I still, on certain days, I still have to warm up before I get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta, I gotta stretch my ankle a little bit. Yeah. And even still, like if I hop out of bed, like I'll walk around, like I have steel rods going from my hips to my ankles mm-hmm. for like the first like two or three minutes of the day. So I guess this is what happens when you get old, but it definitely it's definitely what happens if you uh, grow up skateboarding and just doing DIY medicine right. <laughs> for twenty yes. years. Like that's not what you want. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, what uh? I'm gonna go to the top five type top five favorites. Okay. Just because I like doing those, and we're okay. running out of time before your next appointment. Oh, it is ten fifty seven. 
What time you got to be out of here? As long as I leave by like 11.20, I'll oh, be good. good. Yeah, right. I have an 11.30 appointment. Oh, I got you. Um, all right, top five uh, food places. And it could be anywhere on the planet. Anywhere on the planet. Yep. Well. But don't just give me some like weird region. They're like, oh, I like the south of France. It's not a food place. No. I've never, I've never been to Europe. I want to go, but I've never been. So I was gonna say I don't know if you'll be able to for the next couple of years. I know. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Locally, I really love. I do. I love KBC. Mm-hmm. I love River Nile Hot's Deli. Mm-hmm. Those are like three of my favorites yeah. around here. I'm trying to think about favorites elsewhere. What's up? You go to Birmingham a lot. I don't. I don't go to Birmingham a lot. I don't travel nearly as much as I would like. Yeah. Um, well, nowadays it's so tough. Like. Yeah. I went to uh, I went to New York back in October, and it was like, we need all your information. Like, give us your blood type and all this other nonsense. I'm like, all right. <laughs> they're like, you got to quarantine for two weeks. I was like, bro, I'm gonna be back in Alabama by then. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that at all. When I lived in Panama City Beach and working in Rosemary, I did really enjoy um, Shades. Oh, yeah. Shades. Okay, Shades is one of my favorite places. The atmosphere, the food was always Dude, good. Dude, the wings are off the hook. Their oh, drink so selection. Yes. They have coconut water. You can order co- coconut water really? at Shades. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been in a um, couple of years, but my aunt and uncle live down there. And oh, right. they they introduced me to all of these different places and stuff. But also in Rosemary, um, Restaurant Paradis. Mm-hmm. Love that. Have you been to Big Bad Breakfast or was that open I haven't been. Nope. I have not been there. It's it's all right. See, I love the donut hole. Do you like donut holes? Yes. Okay. But I don't like their crab cake. I don't like the new one right there by Shades. I don't like the one by Shades. Well, it's not like I don't like that one. Is it like super busy a lot? My favorite one is the one in the middle. So there's one in Destin. There's one like a little west of, maybe it's in Santa Rosa Beach. And there's one in like right before you get to Panama City. Yes. And um, in the Rosemary or Alice Beach area. Yeah. And yeah, for whatever reason, I like that middle one. Like, okay. I've been I've been to the one in Inlet most, like yeah. Rosemary Beach Inlet. Mm-hmm. But it, it is, it's it's always been busy. But um, I mean, sometimes we've gotten a takeout, but I always have to get that crab cake, Eggs Benedict. It is fantastic. See, I'm allergic to shellfish. That would kill me oh, right where I sat. Well, goodness. They've got, they've got bacon and ham and stuff. Oh, yeah. Trust me. And I'll, great donuts. Yeah, we'll hook it up. Listen, <laughs> I will go eat breakfast and then grab a dozen for the road. Like, oh, man. Have you had the, uh, I think they're called either, I think it's a chocolate angel. It's a powdered donut. I'm out of It has here. a chocolate go. cream filling. I will drive there right now. If it I didn't have a lunch so meeting. Good. It's my favorite. And my sister did the sweetest thing one year for my birthday. We went to breakfast there, and she secretly bought me one of those donuts and took it to the table, yeah. stuck a candle in it, and I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. But that donut is fantastic. I'm trying to. Dude, I don't want to say this too loud. I eat so many donuts in like any, any a lot of amount of time. So yesterday, I'm just be honest with you yesterday uh i got up picked betty up for physical therapy we went and did that and then she we were riding back to the house and she was like i'm hungry and i was like what's up what are you trying to eat i know she loves dunkin donuts so i was like do you want a croissant from from dunkin she was like yeah that sounds great so we pulled through the drive-thru i was like yeah i'm gonna need uh i need two donuts and a medium coffee and a croissant meal, bacon, egg, and cheese. And yeah, so I kept those donuts for later. So mm-hmm. I've got a Boston cream and a chocolate frosted chilling next to me. Then I had to go, like once I dropped her off, I was like, oh, I've got to run newspapers down to say it hot dogs. I went down there, ordered three hot dogs. Uh, if you ever get a chance, hit them up because they have one called The Boss. Mm-hmm. That's what I order every time. It's I got, keep wanting to try them and haven't yet. It's uh the one I get is mac and cheese, hot dog, ketchup, and bacon. It's pretty lit. Interesting. Did I say hot sauce and hot sauce? Okay. And um, yeah, so I had three hot dogs and two donuts for lunch yesterday, <laughs> and then like a pop tart for dinner. 
<laughs> Katie Newton, who is our resident dietitian. Oh, I love Katie. She works out of Family First as well sometimes. Yeah. yeah. She um, she's got to be baffled as to like how I'm even alive still. Yeah. It's all just like <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just destined to haunt this place. Um, <laughs> what about top five favorite places? And that could be like legit anything just scenic or whether yeah, it's like I don't know if I have a top five favorite places but you don't I, have those like super serene places you want to go where everything doesn't suck and I love the mountains yeah so Tennessee and North Carolina that mm-hmm. is my I, I mean I, again haven't been in a couple of years but I just that is peaceful yeah and if I were to ever move away from here again it, straight it, to the it smokies would, it would be yeah absolutely that's awesome yeah that's my yeah I love that and I do enjoy the beach but I'm much more of a much more of a mountain person than yeah. I am a beach person Dude, there's so less sweeping yes. when you're not at the beach <laughs> yeah. sand is in everything <laughs> Like you order a bottle of water and there's sand at the bottom of it somehow. You're like, what is wrong with this nonsense? I think that's the worst part of the beach for me is the sand. Yeah. It it, it is. And And then then you compound that with like third degree sunburns. I was about to say, of course, the sunburns. But I have learned that I require at least a beach umbrella. But I also have like a canopy that I sit under. Because I'm fair complected and I'm trying to preserve my beautiful skin. I'm going to say, you know know what it takes. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't. I'm just like, oh, we'll just cover it up with more beard. Let's just do that. <laughs> um, what are your top five favorite hobbies? And it doesn't have to be five of them, honestly. And you know, yeah. Hobbies are hard have to have five of them. Hobbies are just, they have never really been my thing anyway. I don't, when people ask me what my hobbies are, I'm like. Um, I like to watch my shows. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. That's, you know. But also, uh me and my closest girlfriends were doing crafternoons a lot. All right. And so I'm going to start doing that again. It's been a year. COVID just messed everything oh, yeah. up. But yeah, so crafternoons and we just do these cute little crafts and That's stuff. Cool. And yeah, so I enjoy things like that. Um, it's good to get that creative gear turning. Absolutely. In yeah. I don't know if I really have any any other hobbies. I'll really. send you home with some golf clubs. Okay, cool. Uh, favorite places <laughs> to go shopping? Online. Anywhere in the world. Online. Uh, I'm an online shopper for sure. I mean, but I will yank some stuff off of Amazon. Oh, Amazon. But I also I like Target. I'm really I'm digging their drive up curbside oh, yeah, pickup. Dude. I've never been a shopper. I've never enjoyed going in and just like shopping yeah. places. That's just never really been my thing. But yeah, I will wander yeah. aimlessly for months at a time and, and not spend a dollar on anything but donuts and coffee. <laughs> like Target's dangerous though. That really is a dangerous um, shopping experience for me because I do have like my things I go in for, but sure. I'm I am inevitably always gonna spend way yeah. way too much money on new blankets and you know house dude nate burke stuff. has got a bunch of my money absolutely <laughs> right? or really threshold brand that and opal house yeah just such cute stuff but yeah, yeah. they yeah. they cover me and my wife when i go to sleep um what about events around town what do you you had any uh favorite things to go on in the last few years that was rad i mean foster fest was foster fest enjo- was dope foster fest was really cool the live music and everyone mm-hmm. just walking around having a good time, you know, different businesses set up with their booths and everything. I always thought that was really cool. Yeah. Hope we can start doing that again. I don't know. I mean. We shall see. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the plant. I actually went to their first, the first David concert. Ramirez. David Ramirez. And it loved it. Dude, David Ramirez is so good. Absolutely. Yeah, that um, was awesome. So we, uh, we did John Jam a few years ago and David Ramirez played. And I was like, this dude is amazing. Yeah. And then we got the opportunity to bring him back with Live at the Opera. And I was like, let's get it. Um, I've missed so many shows that Live at the Opera has has brought. And I'm going to say we're, plant, we're plotting now. Like we've been, there's there's a text thread floating around looking for uh, suggestions. So if anybody has anybody they know of that's going on tour, hit me up. Let me know. Awesome. We'll, I'll yeah. pass it on. Yeah, I would love I would love to be able to have some more live music come back and 
you know, socially distance or however you have to do it. But yeah, I, I think we need that. I mean, that's just part of getting yeah, out and be, you know, being you, around people and just you gotta not have, feeling isolated. Yeah, you, you can't know? have that sense of community <laughs> without the community. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Tough. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get everything back to normal soon, though. I hope so. I really do. I'm tired of uh It's cool though, cause like. I'm a pretty low maintenance dude as far as friends go. Like I am too. I'll pick up with somebody that I knew 20 years ago, and it'll be as though we're the same people. Right. Right. And for the most part, I am almost exactly the same. Um, probably a less hot headed, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more. I'm a lot more. Uh, like future based thinking. Like I don't work. Like. Everything I do is kind of like a little step towards something I'm working on yeah. for the future. And yeah. It's so you don't really like to dwell in the past a whole lot. You like to look forward? Yeah. Is that what you're right. saying? Yeah. Listen, I deal with my past enough when I do my EMDR treatments. There I'm you not go. trying to <laughs> fool around in there too long and get lost in there. Um, but yeah, it's just people don't understand how much they need other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I'm very, I'm very independent and, you know, I live on my own and, uh, I don't, I don't require a lot of friends. I've, I've always kept my circle pretty small, but, and I'm a homebody, Sure. but it gets to a point where you're like, I need, I need to see somebody. Yeah. I need to spend some time with my friends, with my family and I've, you know, even through COVID and everything, you know, my sister is my best friend and I maintained contact with her mm-hmm. throughout all of that. And, you know, she gave birth during COVID and yeah. everything. And that was, that was difficult. She got through it. And, but yeah, I mean, you, you need, you do need other people. It takes a village. It does. Yep. It does. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime you want to I really to enjoyed it, this. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I told you it wouldn't be bad. I know. I was so nervous, but this is just, you put me at ease. I appreciate that. It's all these uh, bushel and a pet candles that we've got going on. Yes. Um, that black currant absinthe is, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, she's, I can't she's wait. She's got a new one. I get so excited about her candles. You don't understand. And every time she comes into Well Rooted to either bring us new mm-hmm. ones or pick up some refills or whatever, I'm like, oh, just can't wait. Ask her for a tomato stem candle when you see. I heard. I think she's told me about that one about how bad that one smelled. Yes, <laughs> that's what she was talking about on the podcast a couple of days ago. Like she's like, yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. It's hard to, it's weird to imagine one of her candles not smelling good. I know. That's, I know. Yeah. And she, I feel like she has something for everyone. Sure. She's got, you know, I'm, I'm really a fruity, citrus, um, or fresh. Yeah. I like that. I and can't have it smelling like a sweet treat because I will eat everything in the house. Yeah. I'm not heavy on the sweet vanilla cakey stuff. Yeah. I think she did a, was it chocolate and praline for um, mm. Sam Harper? At Sam's Bakery. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that one. I, I could, but I. But bite, it would make you I would hungry. I bite in. I just have burns all over my yeah, face exactly. from trying to drink it. <laughs> my voice would sound all gross. And maybe that's why I don't like them. I don't know. The the that super super sweet. Maybe yeah. it triggers something. I'm not realizing. I need a. <laughs> yeah, I need sandalwood and everything. That's it. Yeah, very, uh, yeah, I, I like the more earthy. I used to not even like patchouli, the way that smells, but I'm starting to, um, well-rooted, she makes a patchouli candle mm-hmm. and then a well-rooted candle that she created, and I actually kind of like that patchouli one. I'm surprised. I might dig into that. I yeah. Not, I have not sniffed on that one yet. Yeah, and then rosemary and sage, I believe that's one that she makes for us as well, and that one's, oh, that one's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she brought me a bunch of samples, uh, oil samples the other day. And mm. I was like, I love ooh, them. I can't wait. I know. <laughs> I don't think she understands how crazy my order might get, though. Because I might. Uh, do you love candy? Did you? I love Yeah, candles. but I'm getting them. I mean, I mean, I'm not just getting them for the house. Like, right. I'm going to do like, I'm going to see if she'll do like a co-branded one. Yeah. Like with the local. Just do like yeah. a local scent. Um, that way we can give them out to whomever. And That's cool. Throw them at people yeah. from parade floats. If we ever have a Mardi Gras parade again, <laughs> man, I love this office. There's you can see people drive through, and you, they think they can get through the other way, yeah, and drive all the way to the circle, but they can't. So they just come in and turn around and leave. 
It's frustrating. It is frustrating. And with our driveway being such a mess right now. Yeah. Yeah, I had to ease in here. Duly aggravating. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's episode 165. Molly Bird, thanks for coming in. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, where can everybody find you on social media? So you can find me on Facebook. It's uh, Bird Massage Therapy. And then With a on y. B-Y-R-D. BYRD. And then on Instagram, it's Bird Massage. So at Bird Massage, BYRD yep. Massage. Yep. Awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. That's episode 165. I'm going to go have lunch and then maybe go take a nap. I don't know, man. I finished a big project yesterday, so I'm kind of going to bump it into neutral, I think. There goes that car again, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of half playground, half really workspace, yeah. half like, I don't know, creative warehouse situation up here. Yeah. It's a mess. I love it up here. Y'all have a good week. I'll see you next week. Uh, tell your friends to like my stuff or come into your house. If you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local or hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean. <laughs>